So good evening everyone and tonight um, I'm going to be linking to begin with a little bit about what Dan was talking about in last uh, the last Heart in the Home we did a couple of weeks ago about Elijah. So if you haven't checked out that week then maybe you should because it was a really really good message that he did and he was talking about how um, with, in the story of Elijah God had done so much for him and through him in his life and yet when troubles came Elijah kind of forgot about all that um, and forgot about everything that God had done for him. Um, and that got me thinking a little bit about the story of Moses and the Israelites. So I'm going to just do a little summary of the story of Moses and what happened with the Israelites, in case you didn't know, but it's it's in Exodus chapters 1 to 15, but I'm going to do a much more abridged version because that's obviously quite a long um, chunk. And so in that story, the, the Israelites, who were God's people, were oppressed, they were slaves, and they were being really, really harshly treated um, in Egypt. And then Moses was called um, as, as a man who was called by God to lead those um, Israelites out of Egypt, to lead them away from their slavery and their oppression. But Pharaoh, who obviously was in charge of Egypt at that time, he didn't want to let the people go. They were doing a lot of stuff for him, you know, they were, they were his workers and he didn't want to let them all go. Um, and so um, God was started sending plagues to try and persuade Pharaoh um, to, to let the Israelites go because he was making Egypt such a hard place to live. And eventually God rescued them by parting the Red Sea to allow them through, literally separating the waters, a great big sea, to make a dry path for them to get through. Um, and in Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 to 18, the, the Israelites, after they've been led out, led through this sea by Moses, um, Moses and his sister Miriam led them, led all the Israelites in some worship to God to say thank you for all he'd done. They were saying things like, I will sing to the Lord for he is highly exalted. That's verse one. The Lord is my strength and my defence. Verse two. The Lord is a warrior. In verse three. I won't read the whole thing. But that's, that's the kind of things they're praising God and saying that God was so good, so amazing. So, little recap, they've been, they're being treated horribly in Egypt. They're being oppressed, they're slaves. God saves them miraculously by parting this water and they all get through to safety and then they're praising God and singing. So what happens next? Well, just three days later, three days later, after all this has happened, all this amazing stuff has happened, they couldn't find water where they're living. They've ended up in this kind of desert place and they can't find water. And, and straight away, just three days after all that's happened, they start moaning and grumbling. It says in verse 24 of chapter 15, so the people grumbled against Moses saying, what are we going to drink? They've already started grumbling. And then a couple of weeks after that, we find in chapter 16, verse one, in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron, that's his brother. Then in chapter 17, so a little bit later, a couple of weeks later, verses two to three, we find them quarreling with Moses and grumbling again about where we're going to get water from. You shouldn't have led us here. We're struggling now that we're in this place and you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done this to us. You should have just left us in Egypt being oppressed. That's what they're saying to Moses. And after everything God has done for them. So why am I, why am I mentioning all this? Well, it's because I feel like this is us. This is me. You know, God blesses us. He cares for us. He looks after us. He does so much for us. He saved us through Jesus, his son. And yet when something comes up, 
we've come straight away like those Israelites, grumbling and complaining. Where are you, God? You don't care about me. You're not interested in me. The Israelites have been miraculously saved by God. And three days later, they're grumbling about God providing for them after the provision he's just given to them. Where the, is their trust? But I'm just like this. This is me. You know, we're trying to sell our house at the moment. Heathfoot Avenue. Check it out on Rightmove if you're interested. And I've been like, just like those Israelites saying to Dan, where is God in all of this? God doesn't care about us. We do so much for him. And yet now we can't sell our house. Why isn't he helping us in this? And I'm grumbling and complaining about God not doing something for me. But look at everything that he has done. Look at everything that he's done for us. He saved us and he gives us so much. And yet when something comes up, there I am grumbling, complaining. I'm just like those Israelites. I wonder if, if you feel like that as well. I see myself in those Israelites. I wonder if you can see yourself in them as well. God doing so much for you. And then a couple of days later or a couple of weeks later or whenever it is, something, something difficult comes up and you're there going, oh, God's forgotten about me. God doesn't care about me. I wonder if you see yourself in that as well. But what would a better response be then? What do we read in the Bible of a good example of how to respond to these circumstances? Because we all go through them. Well, firstly, I want to say that if you're going through something really, really difficult, really difficult struggles, people are ill, bad things are happening in your life. I'm not saying that it is wrong to come to, to be cross with God or to, to cry out to God and say, God, please help me in this. I need you. That is not wrong to do. You know, the Psalms, another book in the Bible, are full of all of that kind of thing. God, where are you in this? I need you in this. It is good to cry out to God like that. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. And I'm not saying that any troubles that you go through are tiny and they're insignificant and they're unimportant because they are important when these really, really big tests of life come. They, they are really, really tough to get through and we do cry out to God. But I'm talking more about the grumbling and the complaining and the saying, God doesn't care about me. God's not interested in me, that kind of thing. So what it says, Paul gives us some good advice about this in the book of Philippians in chapter four. He says, and you might have heard these verses before, but he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice in verse four. So we're being told there and encouraged there by Paul to praise God in every circumstance, in everything that we go through, because he says rejoice in the Lord always. So that's all of the time, isn't it? Praise God, rejoice in him, because there's always something to thank God for in every situation that we're in. And actually, I think that when we praise God in these difficult times, it changes our perspective on them because we don't come to God saying, where are you? Wish we were here. I wish you were here with me. I'm struggling with this. We come to God and say, thank you for everything that you have done. And it changes our perspective. And then he goes on in verses 11 to 13. It says this, I have learned, this is Paul talking. I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. But I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. 
So about being content in every situation, not saying that we find everything easy, but if we find our contentment in God and in Jesus, then it can carry us through those times and it stops us from that grumbling and complaining because we're just content in those times. No, we might not enjoy them, but we're content because we have someone higher, we have someone bigger than all of it. So God had done so much for the Israelites. He, you know, he, he brought them out of this horrible time that they were in. Um, he brought them out of this oppression. He'd, he'd been with them, get, going through all these plagues with them and keeping them safe through all of that time. And then he brought them through the Red Sea and parted the Red Sea for them. And he had saved them and rescued them. And they praised God rightly for what he had done. But in just three days, they were grumbling and moaning about the things that he hadn't done and saying, where was he? And so God has done so much for us as well. He saved us as well, just like he saved them, but he saved us through Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. He has provided so much for us and given us so much. So let's not grumble and complain when we go through a hard path like the Israelites did. Let's rejoice instead in what he has done, praising him in every circumstance. And let's learn, let's ask God to help us to be content in every circumstance, just like Paul did. And if you don't know God, maybe you, you're like, I, I don't feel these things because I don't feel like I know God yet. I don't feel like he has rescued me or saved me. Maybe that's something that you would like to happen. Maybe you think, you know what, looking at all the stuff that God has done, saving his people in that way, but also saving us through Jesus. Maybe that's something that you wanna find out more about, that you want that. You might wanna be saved and rescued by God. Well, please get in touch with us if that's you. Please just drop us a message and say, yeah, I want that, I want in on that. And we would love to hear from you about that. But yeah, let's just, let's just pray now. Let's ask God to help us to rejoice and to help us to be content in these circumstances rather than grumbling about them. So God, yeah, just thank you for this time that we've had tonight. Thank, thank you for the reminder through the story of Elijah and through the story of the Israelites that, you know, we're very good at grumbling and complaining and we're very good at forgetting everything you've done just as soon as you've done it. The next thing that comes across our path and we're just stopped in our tracks again and we're back to that grumbling and complaining and um i pray god that you would just help us not to follow in that same path but to learn from it i pray that you'd help us to rejoice instead of to grumble in every circumstance to to rejoice to praise you and i pray that you'd help us to learn to be content and not to complain in these circumstances as well. So yeah, God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you, yeah, that we can that we can learn through your word in this way. And yeah, just help us, help us to learn that we can rejoice and be content in everything that you've done for us. Amen. <laughs>